0: But I can choose how I use them. And I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. 1st Nephi 5 So let's dive into 1st Nephi 5. So the four brethren have gone and we actually don't know for how long. How many days or weeks are we talking about? We know that they traveled three days from Jerusalem and put up their tents. Were they still there when they got the vision that they needed to go back to Jerusalem to get the plates? In that case, it was three days to go back to Jerusalem. Faster, maybe said so they didn't have to travel with flocks of animals. They were only four young men and might be able to move faster. They came to Jerusalem and they talk and it is decided that Laban should go to Laban and ask for the plates. Which he does and has to flee for his life. They want to leave empty-handed, but Nephi convinces them to try again. How long is this argument going on? Hours or days? I think that depends on how frightened Laman was after the ordeal of fleeing for his life. Then they go to their lands of inheritance and gather up the riches. The talking of going down to their land of inheritance makes me think that they lived outside of Jerusalem and it took some time to get there. And then they went back to Laban, and yet again was chased out running for their lives ending up in a cave in a rock, seeing an angel and Nephi trying to persuade his brethren to one more try. And then Nephi going alone finding Laban, taking his life, retrieving the plates and going back to their father's tent. Another thought is, did they go straight or did they follow roads? Was it easy for them to find their way? And altogether, how long were they gone? Because chapter 5 starts with Lehi and Sarah being filled with the joy of seeing them. And then it goes on and then it goes into describing how Sarah has been murmuring and complaining. I am a mom and the other night my oldest son told me he would like to hit the gym. It was 9.30pm and it is a 20 minute walk to the gym. I said, do what you want, I'm going to bed and I did. In the morning I woke up around 6 as usual and I went out of my room and I saw that the door to his room was open. I looked in and the bed was empty. I go to the living room and find the couches empty too. And I start to feel an alarm in my body. Where is he? So I sent a text. Where are you? Question mark. I sent another one. Getting worried. I sent another one. Getting worried, please call me. I tried to call, but no answer. So, thankfully nowadays we have cell phones and the smart little app finding your friends. So I opened the app and found his phone in the next area away, at what looks like his friend's house. I've been driving him there and picking him up, so I recognized the area. Had I not had that up, I would probably have contacted the police, having all kinds of visions in my head of him lying beaten down, freezing to death in the snow. So I can sympathize with Sarah, feeling sad and worried that her four sons have gone, and she doesn't know if they are dead or alive. It is easier for Lehi, he was the man actually talking to God, knowing what was going on. And Saria had to trust him with her precious sons and just hope. I don't know how I would react. I really hate not having control. I know hate is a strong word, but I do. So days go by without any words. And I know how hard it was for me minutes without knowing. So what could she have done? Doesn't say anywhere that she asked God herself. Why is that? I know sometimes when I don't ask, it's because I'm scared of the answer. Or scared of not receiving an answer. Or scared of not understanding the answer. I wonder if the Lord really knows how hard it is for us to have trust. And I wonder if that is why, everywhere in church nowadays, I hear about the importance of getting our own inspiration or revelations. When I grew up, my father was the one who got inspiration regarding his family. But now, it is up to each person more to be aligned with the Holy Ghost, to receive inspiration for ourselves. I think that is a huge progress. And for me, that talks about the church being alive and evolving with the world. The vibrations that are rising and the time we live in. The rest of the chapter talks about the brass plates and the importance of genealogy. How Lehi could track his lineage back to Joseph. And how important it was for them to have gotten the plates. And that brings me to the thought that we are all descendants to Adam and Eve. And they were created for the earth for us to live and learn. But we are spiritual beings souls created from heavenly parents and how important is that knowledge to us and how do we incorporate the knowledge into our essence of us and does that knowledge help us in our daily lives these were just some thoughts that i had reading first nephi chapter five till next time be the light share the light spread the light and shine this is my journey thank you so much for keeping me company today Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion as brutality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.